At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. Your local, the everything you need to be unstoppable store. The UPS store. Be unstoppable. The UPS store locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. <laughs> All right, we're back at it. Homegrown Radio. Chuck Dizzle, DJ Head. Let's go. All right, shout out to homie Frankie uh, tapping in. Uh, shout out to my girl Myra. Shout out to the homie Lance and Ellis. And the homie, white homie Sean, he actually posted uh, that we are one of his most listened to podcasts. Uh, you know how they got the 2020 wrap up and everybody's posting. Hey, man, on the shout out to my brother, uh, Sean Strife. Yeah. That's because he ain't got shit else to do. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? He a family man. Hey, and man, uh, I get it. I get he, it. He's a family man, and he got a wife and a kid, yep. and he out there in Detroit, and he ain't got shit else to do. So he listened to our black ass. Hey, I love it. I appreciate it. I was like, damn, I was surprised. I'm like, out of all the podcasts you listen to, you check ours out and and frequently. So I appreciate that, Sean. Much love. Um, and everybody just tunes in from wherever you tune in, whether it's iHeartRadio app, uh, Apple Music, uh, Title. Well, no, we're not on Title yet. Title been tripping. Um, Spotify. We haven't been up the title of the trip on the blacks. Yeah, not yet. Not yet. We ain't we ain't got the content up there just yet. Come soon though. Gotta speak it to an existence. Soon come. Exactly. Uh man, uh what's what's been going on on your end, bro? I, I feel like hey. that I, it's, I it, it's so funny. People don't know. We literally hop on we literally <laughs> we, we literally hop on Zoom, right? To record these. And we, you know, we we chat a little little times throughout the week text whatever but i can just tell when you either have some shit to say right off the bat and that's why i'm like let me just kick it to him because i know you got something to say so i watched uh i was just talking about this i watched the uh i forgot what it's called it's called american playboy the hugh hefner story oh, on, I see that. on on amazon prime video uh-huh. that shit is fire is it a series or is it it's uh, a series okay. it's a docuseries about uh hugh hefner there's life. It's and a if real, you don't know who, like a real, real yes. docu series. Not like somebody's playing him. It's, it's. No, I mean it's both. It hops okay. in and out of. Got it, like got it. they, they shot some shit to reenact scenes uh-huh. and stuff like that. But it's him narrating it. It's fire. When I tell you Hugh Hefner, is the bar. Why I mean, that? if for people that don't know who Hugh Hefner is, Hugh Hefner is the founder of Playboy magazine and everything Playboy. When I tell you that man is the bar, that man had a life. I mean, he's no longer with us, obviously. I was just about to say he passed three years ago, so uh, two and a half years ago. So they they had, like, were they working on this prior to him passing, or they just used clips from old interviews? I don't know how long ago they started production on this, Uh but it's dope because he's taking you, like, it it, it gives you the whole breakdown, the whole beginning of um, his life how he lost his marriage, et cetera, et cetera, in order to pursue what he really wanted to pursue. Uh-huh. And man, when I tell you this shit is fire, I couldn't even stop watching it. And, well, and I have a real problem finishing series sometimes, but I couldn't stop. So how many how many episodes are we talking? Ten. Ten, okay. That's not too bad. So what was the one thing that, that caught your attention when you knew, like, all right, I'm stuck. I'm going to be, because I have a show that, it's like, that I'm like that with right now. Uh... The one part I think for me was 
he had the same kind of story as we, as most people have. Like no, like nobody has the Chuck Dizzle story. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is nobody has the supportive wife who is just down for the for the for the you know for the ride and. Right. You know, it ain't going to be no bullshit and all that. Nobody really has that. Everybody has the the wife where it's like, well, you're not being an active member of this family and I'm out and going to my mom's and all that kind of shit. Right. So it was dope to see him traverse through that adversity in that way. And also. Um, what the hell? You're getting feedback, you getting calls. Yeah. Oh, snap. Hey, I'm recording right now. Can I call you back? All right. All right. So I love how they apologize too. Like, I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> so uh basically it's like uh the, the part that I really, really fuck with was showing the humanity of it because everybody looks at Hugh Hefner like, oh, he's this ultimate bachelor, and they look at the women and all that, but they don't know what he went through. Like he had so many people, like he'd have been indicted by the US government. Um, he's gone through a lot of trials and tribulations when, when they were talking about the civil rights movement. Because you got to figure, you got to remember, Playboy started in the 60s. Yeah. So because it started in the 60s, that was during the civil rights movement and all of that. They were the first person to publish a, a Martin Luther King interview. They were the first people to publish a Malcolm X interview. Like, And then you're talking about in the, in the 60s oh, that's a bar. when I didn't know that. segregation was a real thing and Jim Crow and all that shit. So then you got Playboy magazine who is servicing a lot of uh, people overseas in the Vietnam War, et cetera, et cetera. And Playboy magazine is publishing these interviews with these black figures. Hugh Hefner was the first person to book uh, Aretha Franklin, I think it was, to in, a, in an all-white club. Get out of here. You know what I'm saying? To perform. Yeah, he had Sammy Davis Jr. He had all of these people. Nat King Cole was the first, was the first, was one of the first guests on his television show when he first did it. And this is in the 70s, bro. Yeah, like this yeah, is in yeah. the 60s, in the late 60s, early 70s, when Negroes, quote unquote, weren't allowed to be, you know, commingling with white people like that. And he was like, Man, fuck that. I'm not with none of that. I'm I'm booking Nat King Cole. I, and, and that's what I want to do. And it was just like, this dude is a full fade bro this dude is a bar i thought you were gonna say something like he was the first one to publish like a nude photo of a black woman and he was so i thought so that came later that's crazy he was the first person to have an african-american woman as the uh playboy as a playboy cover. i mean as a cover nude it's just like so many different and like when people look at people think about Hugh Hefner, like I said, they think about the mansion and the women mm-hmm. and the crazy stories. They don't think about all the revolutionary shit that he did. And and it was just like I just couldn't stop watching it. It's just like most people, like you don't you don't get you you see you see the su- the success and you automatically assume that that person was you know spoon fed that like it was just oh this is automatically handed and that you know privilege and all this other stuff right which I'm sure there's certain things that he does have but. Like you said, the story that comes before that is the real interesting part, man. So I'm definitely looking at, looking forward to checking out. What's the name of it again? Uh, it's called, I think it's called American Playboy, American Playboy. a Hugh Hefner story uh, yeah, I on Amazon that. Prime Video. Um, that I'm, shit is fire. I'm not as good as breaking down shows uh, like you, but I will encourage everybody to check out The Undoing on, I, heard it. I think it's on Hulu. Now, I'm kind of disappointed because there's only six episodes. And we didn't already start bench like I, I we damn near me and Tasha damn near ran through the whole series and realized it was one more episode left. So I'm waiting to watch episode six uh, probably tonight sometime. 
but it's a really, really good story. Um, I'm not going to even get into the details of it because I don't want to mess it up, but that's something that you guys should check out too. If you're looking at something to kind of binge watch, check out. Um, great, 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 great story. Uh, it's called The Undoing on Hulu. So, yeah, going to check that out, see what's going on. Um, did you hear about these rumors? Because I want to talk about, just for a second, rumors have been going kind of back and forth between uh, ASAP Rocky and Rihanna Dayton. Did you hear anything yeah. about that? I saw I saw the rumor going around, but I mean, listen, I don't really give a fuck. That, that's not that's not my question. Let's just say this is a thing, right? Let's just th- say okay. this is a thing because I had a conversation on the radio about this, and it was just interesting to get people's take on it. Who came up if they are an item? Who who is that? Rocky. Who, you would think that, right? I had women literally hitting me up saying. Oh no, nah, Rihanna came up. ASAP Rocky, what? Yeah. Like, like going going in because ASAP Rocky is this fashionable figure. ASAP Rocky is the ultimate confident man. Like there was there were people literally going to bat saying that ASAP Rocky is is the come up for Rihanna. If they don't stop playing with Rihanna, y'all better y'all better put y'all stop fucking playing with Rihanna. I'm tired of people playing with Rihanna like Rihanna ain't the guy. No, nah, Rihanna, you know what I'm saying? Rihanna's the GOAT. She's the guy, dog. Rihanna, Rihanna got more hit records than Beyonce. I know, I know it sounds crazy, <laughs> but it's just the facts. Right, if you pull up the, if you pull wait, up the wait, stats, wait, 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 before, before you get killed, all I'm right? gonna get murdered for yeah, this. I already get, know. I'm <laughs> def, def, because I, I made this mistake. When you say hits, what are you saying? What are you classifying as hits? When you say Rihanna has more hits than Beyonce, Rihanna got bigger records. What than does Beyonce. that mean? Go look at the go look at the Billboard. So she has more Billboard hits. Yes. Meaning more more. Rihanna, meaning more worldwide, songs, more songs meaning, in the number in 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 the Billboard chart category, or meaning higher higher stats. Stats. If you look more, at Rihanna's more, songs, if you look at Rihanna's songs, okay, Rihanna got more. She has more, meaning plentiful, okay. right? Bigger, which means huge, She's, not truncated. You're saying more, songs, and you're saying more and bigger. No, I'm saying she has bigger records than Beyonce. You just said you more. Has, she has more of them. She yeah, okay. So we're we're gonna go with let's just, we have we have to use something to measure the songs. I, I want to look it up for sure. So let's just go number one songs, right? All right. Hey Google, how many number one records do Rihanna have? Fourteen number. According to Wikipedia, Rihanna has released collaborative hit singles with artists such as Drake, Eminem, and Calvin Harris. All reaching number one? Well, she ain't going to answer. (laughs) On the website Billboard.com, they say, over the course of her career, Rihanna's earned 14 no. Number one. Hey, Google. How many? What was the question? Number one. How many? Same thing you asked. How many Billboard? Hey, Google. Number one, how many, how many number one? Sorry, how many number one records do Beyonce have? Twenty-two number. Woo! American singer, songwriter, and producer Beyonce has achieved twenty-two number one songs on the Woo! Shit! and ranks fourth among the top one hundred dance club songs artists. Yes, yeah, so I just saved you real quick. 
I you didn't save me. Nigga, I saved we you. We let this shit fly. We need to stop. I'm telling you, Because the way you said it, I was like, oh, he don't I, don't, I don't think he mean that. Hey, I mean, listen. It sound good. It sound good. You're right. <laughs> but let's not. Let's not. We we can put respect on Rihanna's name, but please let's not throw Beyonce in this because it's gonna be a whole hold on, whole hold on, dog, hold on. That's hold why on. I said let you me, got. That's why you have to be specific. Let me pull some shit up. Hold on. Yeah, let me pull go, up go some shit. We did this. Do your stats. Do your Googles. Because if you're talking about more songs in the Billboard charts, Rihanna might have. She might be in that conversation, but. Then we got to talk about it. We talking about Beyonce, Destiny's Child. Like, is that considered? Are we talking about solo acts? Are we talking about who has the most number ones? Solo versus, um, not solo, but as a as a as a solo artist or not as a collaborative. Like, there's trust me, I've been through this the last couple of weeks. So you gotta be specific <laughs> on what you're saying because the people will kill you. And I know you don't All give right. a fuck, but. I just want to know for the right. reference, we got to be specific with the conversation that we're having. Because you sound right, crazy. <laughs> you sound, sound crazy. You sound crazy. <laughs> I love I love Riri and I love Beyonce too. But to 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 jump out there and say Rihanna got more hits than Beyonce, <laughs> you're gonna have a hive on your ass. Hold on. Hold on. Let me see something. Hold on. Let's see. Go see. Let me pull up. Oh. I'm looking at an article on Rolling Stone right now. Okay, hold on. He gonna find a. He gonna try to find an article that fits his narrative real quick. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, she has more songs created than Beyonce. <laughs> you have to bow out of this one, dog. Just bow out real quick. You can do your research later because you you're not gonna find nothing at this moment. I'm gonna find it. All right. He said, "Let that shit fly." Yeah, <laughs> like, I, it was amazing to see how many people were actually standing up for ASAP Rocky, though. Know, like, you know, I, saying that you know he he's the one. You know, obviously it's a come up for him because I said the same thing. I was like, "Yo, this is the ultimate. This is a come up for ASAP Rocky as far as status wise, stature. Like, this is a come up for him. Like, he's being paired with somebody like Rihanna. That's a come up for him, obviously. And it's Rihanna. Come on. But the ladies was like really responding, like, man, if you don't stop it. Put some respect on ASAP Rocky's name. This is a come up for Rihanna. It's like, damn. All right. Well, you know, I guess so. I guess more. Boom. What? Boom. Go ahead. Talk to me. What's up? All right. Here we go. Who has more number one hits? Madonna currently holds the record for the most number one songs in her 43 history year of the charts, right? With 50, which is the record for any Billboard chart. The only other artists who have achieved more than 20 chart toppers are Rihanna with 33 and Beyonce at 30 at 22. Beyonce Rihanna got 11 more than Beyonce. Hold on. Let me let me hold on. Let me double check and see where this article is. Yes. And when you say chart toppers, are we saying top 100? Are we saying cuz right before you said number 1. And now you're saying chart toppers. We got to get specific on what we're, what we're talking about right now. Cause beyond, All right, let me could have more. Let me look at the date. I'm trying to find the date Please. on this. Hold on. Where's the date? This motherfucker's got me fucked up. Yeah, you, you, you got you fucked up. 
the, the, the beehive and all, all that. They Listen, gonna be the, the, the Navy, I, the Hive. I'm uh, with all of that shit. Lil Kim fans gonna be on you too. Mega Stallion fans. fans. Mega Stallion fans gonna jump on this. All all the all the hives gonna jump in and have something to say. So please clear it up. Okay. Go ahead. This is as of 2017. So this is three. This is this stuff. This was done as of three years ago. Okay. Okay. This page, this work cited is from artists with the most number ones on the US. Okay, so this is a dance, this is a dance chart. We Hold talk on. so and, and that's another thing. We're talking number one pop, or is it you know what I'm saying? Like they they there might be R and B and rap. Like there's different lanes that you gotta you have to um all right. Here's an article from Billboard, and this says that Rihanna. Rihanna has sold as of 2019. Rihanna has sold 150 million more records than Beyonce. That's just as of last year. Okay, selling records. Okay, so and that's another thing. You talking about making money? Now listen, I'm yeah. not talking yeah, about. Okay, yeah, let me, let yeah, me, yeah. Backpedal, bitch. I remember. Backpedal. I remember. <laughs> I remember having this debate, uh-huh. and somebody proved to me that Rihanna has been more successful in the music business, right? At the business of selling music than Beyonce. I misspoke about the context. Yeah, I misspoke about the context. Okay. Because I didn't because I'm old and I remember the, I didn't go. remember the that's, argument. That's properly. cool. There we go. So, here I'm going to say this. Rihanna has sold more records than Beyonce. That's a fact as of 2019. This is as of yeah, as of 2019. All right. I, I'm not going to debate. I'm not going to debate you on that. I'm gonna just let. I'm gonna let that one stick. I'm gonna let that one stick <laughs> and see see where that yeah, goes. Yeah, but you gonna chop that shit up, baby? Oh, you gonna look crazy? <laughs> you like Beyonce ain't shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm. Oh, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Yeah, I'm gonna have fun with this one. I'm, let me see what the time. Anyway, I say that to say. Anyway, I say that to say. Uh, when when Hove married Beyonce, mm-hmm. okay, Beyonce came up. As of today, Hove is up. Yeah, yeah, okay. I give you that one. I give you that one because it was what two thousand three when they first hooked up. Around that time, around um, time. So I don't remember, but the tides changed. Basically. All I know is that the tide has definitely changed. Yeah. When Hove got with her, she was up, and now Hove is up. So, do you think and, it's going to be similar in the sense if this thing is real, if this thing sticks, the same thing would be the case for ASAP Rocky? Oh no, because he's already he's already coming up. In our opinion, I mean, ASAP Rocky's the one who came up. In the, if this situation is real, I feel like ASAP has come up because Rihanna's still that guy. Though. Rihanna's a different. That's that's different. Yeah. For sure. Damn. Rihanna ASAP ASAP will fuck around and be on Fairfax. And it might be pandemonium. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you're not gonna see Rihanna on Fairfax. You damn near don't see Rihanna in Hollywood. Yeah. You don't see Rihanna. You don't see you don't Rihanna. really see Rihanna no more coming out of nothing yeah. no more. Nothing. Yeah. Harvey can't even catch up with Rihanna no more. True. That is that is true. All right, we we gotta talk about this uh uh, Mike Tyson, Roy Jones Jr. fight. Uh, I don't know if you got a chance to see it, but also... Bro, did you see Nate Robinson? Yeah, undercard was <laughs> amazing. 
Uh, yeah, Nate, Nate Robinson got his ass knocked out by Jake Paul. The winner, the winner. Uh, okay, so here's the thing. The winner of the of the night of the Mike Tyson uh, Roy Jones Jr. fight was whatever uh, physical therapy uh, uh, spot was open by their house after. <laughs> they both needed <laughs> them that. Niggas, they, they bro, them need niggas. Whatever masseuse was on call, that's who won the fight. <laughs> because they had to go get them knots rolled out of their shit. <laughs> it looked it looked crazy to see. I mean, but you, we got to put in the, in, in the in the context, man. Fifty one. What Roy Jones Jr. is fifty one. Mike Tyson's fifty four. I mean, obviously they're not they're not in their prime anymore. But I saw how winded Roy Jones Jr. looked in the first round. I was like, oh, this ain't gonna be good, um, bro. We. We midway through our thirties. I'm not fighting nobody, man. That's it. I, I don't. I don't. If I if I can't if I can't figure out a, a trumped up way to shoot your ass, you I'm just not even going to engage in the altercation. We are talking you know, about like, like invite you to the house. Like, hey, yeah, pull up, my nigga. I'm having a studio session at 3 a.m. Yeah, just come in the back door. Boom, 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 boom. say do 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 So, but but we also talking about. This is their passion. This is their livelihood. You know what I'm saying? So it's not easy. I even heard um, one of the homies that's actually into boxing. He was like, man, boxing is one of those sports that you just can't be done with. Like, as much as you say I'm hanging it up, it's kind of like sports. It's like you, you're always going to have that, light, you know, you're never going to be satisfied with, you know, hanging it up at the end of the day. And I, I do like the fact that this is a – a platform for Mike Tyson to actually start his own league. It's the Legends Only League, so this is what it's really about. It wasn't really a, a fight. I just don't think it was a. It wasn't a draw. I thought Mike gave him the. He gave him the the, the better of the fight. Like, and I felt like Mike should have actually won that. They they were being very very generous to, generous to Roy Jones Jr. We all know Nate. His ass lost for sure. Bro, the, listen, and let me tell you something. This is my thing about about taking an L in 2020. It's not about the L for me. It's really like if I'm Nate Robinson, I ain't tripping about losing the fight. Right. They got they got their little purse, they got their money, etc. It Wait. was culturally relevant. They I'm, had everything going for them. It's not that. It's the means for me. Memes going to get you. I just can't on. I can't take an L in 2020 because of the memes. <laughs> the memes going to you know last. The memes are going to last. When we had Haiti baby come to the radio station in freestyle, I became a gif, a meme, and all that. And I was I was viral and all that. And that shit's still going right now. But two see, years that later. That worked out in your favor. Yeah, but when you want to be known for some shit, you don't want to be known as the nigga that looked like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So because, of, I mean, it's still going. These Nate Robinson memes oh, they not gonna stop. are epic. Yeah. When I tell you they are did you see him on 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 the uh, on the mattress selling yeah, the uh, the mat? Man. Oh my god! Bro. That was like one of the first ones that I saw. I'm like, people are getting and the the fact that is people are getting so creative and so quick. Like these is this is before the night is up. Like they boom already one one after the, another. And it's oh man, it, it wasn't. Bro, I saw the first meme go up before they even woke him up. <laughs> hey, <laughs> it was, they. They didn't even wake him up yet. Like he was still asleep. And the first I saw the first meme go up, and I'm like, God damn, damn bro. <laughs> I don't know, man. I see now when, when you talk about the person, like them, them getting the money for it. I I heard not, again. I can't back this up with any like real sources. I, I just I heard it from like two or three different places. 
that he only got six hundred dollars for that. I don't, I don't believe that. That's bullshit. They they said that they they split. Oh, fuck. It was like that's bullshit. I won't even DJ for six hundred dollars. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's no way he went and got his ass whipped on international television for six hundred dollars. That's just not. That's just not true. I don't think he. he I don't believe it. He didn't walk. He didn't walk in there thinking he was gonna get his ass whipped though. Bro, you don't go fight nobody for six. You wouldn't fight me right now no, for six hundred dollars. No, of course not. But so, I, so then, what the fuck are we talking listen, about? Listen, because we we talking about the moment. You know, people are gonna talk about the fact that he's a basketball player or somebody. You know, somebody that's not in that lane. This is a moment. We're talking about Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. fighting. People do things for. We know Jake Jake Paul is infamous for doing shit for the clout, right? I don't, I don't know Nate Robinson like that to know what he's willing or not willing to do, but I do know that attention is a motherfucker, right? And sometimes people are willing to do that for, just like, okay, when we talked about DJing at the Donald Trump rally, right? You was like, mm-hmm. man, I'll do it just because I want to get that off. Why would you want to yeah. get that off? Yeah, but it's not a fight. You're talking about, no, you're talking not, about playing take, some music take, for some white people. Take, take that away. No, I'm talking about eliminate all that i'm talking about why why would you want to do that because of the content because of the moment because of what it means because in that moment right we haven't yeah, seen but we, we haven't seen but this okay but listen though did they make history in real life like what we'll be talking about this a year from now probably not the memes okay. gonna last okay but what we be talking about this a year i from don't now? know i don't know maybe well we'll be talking about this a month from now i'm not sure okay you know how long I'm going to go down in history for being the DJ that played fuck Donald Trump at a Trump rally for Donald Trump, for the for the Trump administration? I'm going into history books for being a nigga that got assassinated or died of natural causes at 36 <laughs> years old in a back room somewhere on the on the on the White House grounds. Right. right. I'm a I'm gonna be in a history book. You know, what I'm saying like like fuck Donald Trump is a, is a historic song. Right. Mm-hmm. Because of the statement that he made and what Nipsey YG was able to do with that moment, right? They had secret service. YG was investigated by the federal government for that song, for a song. Facts. That's like when Fuck the Police came out and they had, all of a sudden had all these indictments and all this, all these charges came out. Of they, he said that the secret service were investigating him. Mm-hmm. That's historic. Yeah. You're talking about a, getting knocked out or... or get, Take catching a fade on Triller. I'm cool. <laughs> For what? <laughs> I don't got nothing to prove to nobody. I think it's the potential of what it could be. Because had it went the other no. way around, I'm, I'm just telling you. From I wouldn't do it, but I can understand somebody that would want to. The same reason why Jake Paul is doing all this and calling other people out. Now this is the thing that's gonna probably lead him down to fight Conor McGregor or who knows even Floyd Mayweather, like whatever. Right? These are. In, in their moment, in their mind, these are moments. And, of course, we may not look at them the same way, but in his eyes, it's a moment. Aim higher, my nigga. I, I don't disagree. <laughs> I, do not, I, I do not disagree with you. But I, you got to want more gotta, out of gotta, life. You got to get those facts. I'm going to see if I can look it up, because I saw it from, like, two different, quote-unquote, sources that he only got $600 to get his ass whooped on national or just, not, it wasn't even TV, just everywhere. Um, so yeah, well, I mean, I, I do like the fact that he did own his ass whooping after the fact. And it was just like, yo, you know, he, I think he posted the, the Friday clip of pop saying, you know, you win some, you lose some, you live to fight another day. 
Um, you know, hey, you can't do nothing but lean into you that. Gotta, you got to take that L. Like, like he leaned into that punch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he, leaned, he leaned into the ropes. <laughs> right. Like he leaned into the. Yeah, nah. So that that was. Um... It's. I'm not. Listen, I'm not at a point in my life where I'm actually. A, I'm actually at a different point in my life where it's just a lot. I was just having this conversation, um, and I just don't. I, I don't want to put off, I don't want to continue the persona that, oh, I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. But I just, I really, I'm cool. Like, yeah. for what? I don't have nothing to prove to nobody. I don't care to prove myself to nobody. I just am not finna fight no nigga for $600. <laughs> I'm not finna, I'm not gonna fight somebody. I know I could win the fight for $600. $600. On the off chance <laughs> that I get caught with one. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> hey, that's just all it, bad. it ain't worth it. Yeah. I don't know, man. It, I don't think that shit true. That shit can't be true. Yo, if I find if I find out where this is from, I'm gonna look it up again while we during the podcast. Hopefully I can find where I saw it. Man, I can't believe I I lost it. But yeah, that that's that's one of those things that's um if he did it for so, six dollars, it's wild. Um, so this is the first pod since what, since Thanksgiving, right? Yep. And um, I just want to say that when it comes to uh, my mom, and I, I love my mom. I love my mom to death, bro. You know, so I do anything for my mom. But she got to she gotta stop. She got to stop experimenting with the mac and cheese. Dog. Oh. So we, you know we talk about struggle plates. We talk about all this about the food every single year. Why would she decide to experiment this year? I don't know what she's doing, but I had to cop please and make excuses <laughs> to not give nobody none of this mac and cheese. <laughs> I had so no, no, I owe like I owed a couple of people some mac and cheese for my mom, right? Like, oh, you know, we love your mom's mac and cheese. I owed about two people some mac and cheese. I've been avoiding them people like I had COVID. <laughs> I've, I've been, I was like, I was like, hey, you know, I can't make it today. Bro, my mom, I don't know what she did, uh-huh. but this ain't that. So tell, you know tell, what tell me what I mean. And you know, how, you know how like when Big Boy, you know, he always say like, and this is some behind the scenes shit. I don't know if I'm saying too much, but you know, he always be like, when something go wrong on the show, he be like, we don't practice on the air. Right. <laughs> we don't practice on the air. My mom. Is just experimenting on the fly, like with these mac and cheese. This is the second time she didn't did it. The first time was for my birthday. Okay, I think I it was for my birthday. I don't even remember. I don't remember if it was for my birthday, but she came over and she cooked I at my that. house. I remember that. Okay, and she was experimenting with the mac and cheese, dog. Now my mom's mac and cheese is infamous in our in our in our neck of the woods. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Everybody knows my mom's mac and cheese is the shit. The last two runs, she's been kind of like fucking up her legacy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like wait, so okay, what does she do? That's what I'm trying to figure. I out. I don't know how but, to cook, Chuck. I don't yeah, know I, what I she's it. doing. But what was the taste like? Was it? Was it? Did she add some different shit in there that wasn't supposed to be in there? Was it not uh, when she, cheesy when, enough? When like she what? came. When she came to cook the mac and cheese at my house, it was soup. What? You could literally, and you know how when you go in the in the in the, in the foil pan and scoop oh, you some mac and cheese out. Oh, yeah, you know how yeah. you go in the in the, in the yeah. pan and scoop mac and cheese yeah, out yeah, with yeah. the big with the big ladle. Yeah, a nigga could take the 
take the pot, the pan, and just pour it into his into his plate. <laughs> That's how she did the first batch. Yeah. The second batch, the second batch, I had to chisel the mac and cheese out of the pan <laughs> with a knife and a fork. Like I'm in there, like. <laughs> Ah, like this I is not to, construction. I put the, and this I am not exaggerating. I put the mac and cheese in the microwave <laughs> for three and a half minutes. Oh, that's not good. Just the mac and cheese, three and a half minutes, just to get it soft enough to choke down. <laughs> Wait, so is she there at the time that that you're trying to do all this, or did you have to call her up and like, you Yo. know what? Oh, I, you know what? Tell me. I ain't even tell my. Let me. Let me. Let me oh, tell my tell mom. Me. Please let her know. Because I mean, we. Because it wouldn't be right. We talk all this about on air about struggle plates and making sure you don't have struggle plates this year. So you got to tell your mom that her mac and cheese qualified for the struggle plate. Hey, what's up? Hey, you and busy? A, a whole lot. No. <laughs> you busy? No, just watching TV. Um, all right, so I'm talking bad about you. Me and we live. Me and Chuck are live right now. And What's up, moms? Hey, Chuck. Man. Um, <sighs> so I just revealed to everyone, to our listeners, that you know the last two times you made mac and cheese, you know, it was very questionable. Okay. Uh, do you remember when you came to my house and you cooked the mac and cheese, and it was basically yes, like it was for your birthday. It was soup. He said, yep, it was it was kind of runny. <laughs> it was kind of runny. Okay, that shit took off. It was flow I blame that on your oven because your oven didn't make my mac and cheese right. So okay, your oven fucked okay. up. It hadn't been used. Okay, it was a new oven. A new that that's that's I, I'll give you okay. that. Mom. So the second one. So so right now we're discussing uh, the fact that you know how I took a pan of mac and cheese home with me for for Thanksgiving. Yes. You know, I had to really chisel the mac and cheese out of the pan because there was it was none of the drop of moisture in in the mac and cheese. Yes, I told you that. But what ha- what so, happened? What, so happened? what I'm trying to figure out is why you keep experimenting and playing. Well, with no, my, no, no. Let's no. Hold on, hold on, on. Let's just let's be fair. Are you experimenting? Are you trying something different, or or is it like a was it something a mishap? Let's go around. No. What happened with what happened with those two pans? Um, my other uh, Jamari and Dataya's um, grandparents came by for a quick visit. They didn't want to come inside, so it stayed in the oven a little longer than I anticipated because I was at the front door uh, talking to them instead of tending to my food. See, okay, he he talking bad about your mac and cheese, acting like you did something. I'm, I'm asking him. I'm like, what does she do different that made it whack this year? Or these last two times, and it sounds like it was just a mishap. Yes, those okay. are two flukes. Okay, but it's the a- first pan that I made the night before, because I made a pan of mac and cheese the night before on um, what um, Thanksgiving Eve, and that one came out perfect. But then the the two that I made on Thanksgiving morning, those are the ones that got too dry because the guests came to the door. All right, Ma. Uh, well, the last two times that you have served me mac and cheese, it was very questionable. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, I understand. <laughs> it was, it was, and you know, because I always tell tell artists and stuff the truth. 
I had to keep the same energy when it comes to my mother. The mac and cheese was Absolutely. definitely the first thing, especially at my house. The different. mac and cheese was trash. And I just, you know, we, we talking about it right now. So that's why I call. Well, keep it, keep it 100 all the time. He said, hey, he, right. said, he said, don't let that happen again either. Um, we'll see about that. That's questionable <laughs> as well. <laughs> All right, I'll talk to you later. Oh man, right, thank you. Oh, that's All hilarious. Right. So, so now listen. I'm, now listen. Now listen. Then, because this is the clip. All you rappers who be complaining about me, all you producers who be complaining about me, telling y'all about y'all music. I just told my mom that her. Signature dish was trash. I don't want to hear nothing out of you niggas moving forward. Hey, you gotta respect it. And I, I low-key respect the fact that she was like, hey, keep it a hundred at all times. <laughs> that's Take just how that's how I was grew. That's how I was I brought up. We don't, we don't, we don't placate. Like, that's the other thing people I don't think people understand. Like, my family is oh no ruthless. I think we, we both gotta- sides of my family. My my my, my nanny. It's, it's infamous for carrying an ice pick and switchblades and stuff in her purse. She she every bit almost 80 years old or some shit like that. My grandma is blind. She literally can't see and will talk about your ass yeah. like 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 uh, like a dog. You know what I'm saying? That's just that's just the cloth I was cut from. I think that's probably the one person I'm worried to, to see. Who? Your grandma. Oh, uh, my grandma. She she, she ain't no, tripping she, now. She she cool, but that's just the one person where it's like. Whatever, whatever insecurities you got or anything like, she gonna definitely point them shits out and let you know yeah. for sure, for sure. Um, nah, but that's that's that it's it's. Enjoy- I, I remember seeing you poster one time or a couple times on on IG, which is hilarious. All right, so look, uh, this is according to the mac and cheese is trash. <laughs> this is the episode. The, the mac and cheese was trash, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is from okay. So I'm I'm looking at a tweet to somebody. I don't even know who he is. Nate Robinson was only guaranteed six hundred dollars for the fight. It's showing the bro. That's a lie. It's saying Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. was both guaranteed one million. Okay, showing the other fighters. What? This is only the disclosed parts. Okay, so as far as what was disclosed, that was disclosed. So. It could have been, they could have gotten more, but as of what was disclosed, that, that was the amount. It says 600 for Paul and 600 for Robinson. That's a lie. It's no way, bro. Why would you fight a nigga for $600? Robinson, <clears throat> Robinson ended up making an extra 500000 There you go. That's about right. Despite, that makes sense. despite being only guaranteed 600 by the California Commission, Robinson ended up earning. Uh, pretty penny for his rough boxing debut on Saturday night, along with the six hundred dollars Robinson earned five hundred thousand in pay per view bonus money. So okay, first- so okay, so what they did was they they padded the books, right? Exactly. So we don't have the budget, right? 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 Right, right, right? For for the fight, but take this guarantee six hundred dollars, but right. we gonna hook you Got up you with some other shit in. on the other. Gotcha. Right. Okay. I'll you take got- some. I'll take a brown paper bag. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not mad at that at all. Not mad at that at yeah, all. If I'm Nate Robinson, I might need that brown paper bag. <laughs> all right. So, what are your thoughts on um, uh, the complex show? Everyday struggle is announced that they're coming to an end. Uh, I think December the seventeenth. Uh, Nadeska and- announced it. Academics announced it. Shout out to Wayno as well. The 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 reign of everyday everyday struggle is coming to an end. 
I will say this. I think the, the show when it came out was culturally shifting. It was impactful. Uh, salute to Nadeska and the things that she's been able to do since then. I have a lot of I have immense respect for Wayno. That's what I have to say about that. All right. Well, we shall see what happens because everybody's branching out doing their own things as well. Um, but yeah, I, you know what? Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. He said, now that I think about it, I got Let some shit about- to say. Okay, so I'ma have I'm a, I'm gonna be honest, okay. Um do I believe that academics has uh a unique opinion? Yes. Do I think that academics is also a, a, a product of the clout era? Yes. His platform is very large. I have definitely reposted some of his stuff because some of the stuff that he that he has posted, and obviously because we we know we have a team that runs our homegrown shit. I know he's not sitting on his phone all day scouring the internet for shit to post. So I can't necessarily give him all the credit. Like people wouldn't give us all the credit for shit that goes on homegrown. We have a whole team of ladies behind us that make sure we look like stars. Now, academics can be a clown a lot of the times. You know what I'm saying? And one thing that we have had discussions about in the group chat and um, online and offline is he he kind of be playing with the wrong people. Yeah. Like you could play with Meek Mill. Meek Mill will probably play with you back, maybe get you packed out at a concert or something, whatever the case may be. You could play with him. You could play with Joe Budden. Joe Budden going to do the loud shit back with you. I don't know if you want to play with Chrissy Teigen. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, Chrissy Teigen, a real celebrity in real life. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, she ain't like a hip hop celebrity. She's not like, you know, um, you know, like she's not a who, who could I say like a uh, like who's a hip hop celebrity? She's not like free from 106 in Park or like Roxy Diaz. She's not like that, right? You know what I'm saying? Not no shade to them, mm-hmm. but those are what I consider hip hop celebrities. You know what I'm saying? Big Tigger is a legend in this in the hip hop in, uh, industry, but Chrissy Teigen is a real celebrity. I'm talking about where the, the party she go to, they probably they don't even play rap music. Mm. They probably play Nelly Hot in here. It's as urban as it gets. That <laughs> motherfucker. Stupid. <laughs> or maybe even the Migos. Um, the Migos. You know, some shit like that. Bad would you, would you would you would consider Kim Kardashian hip hop, right? No. So Kim Kardashian a real celebrity. So real I'm life. saying I I I'm pretty it start, sure. it may have started within the culture. Right. But Kim Kardashian a real life celebrity. Her her whole family are real life celebrities that don't have nothing to do with hip hop. But I think that he's made but, come any anyway, keep going with your point. My point is when you play with them type of people, that shit different. That shit hit, hit a little different. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't think he's been the same since that whole shit happened. And and and, and that's just my personal take. Re- remind, you know? remind people, because I need a refresher on what, what exactly happened. Because I know, you know, he obviously with the show and with, um, he has his own Twitch account as well. So there's things that happen on Everyday Struggle and then there's things that happen on his own Twitch account. So do you, what, what exactly happened with Chrissy Teigen? Because there's a lot of shit that goes on. I know he's been infamous in, you know, com- com- commentating on the the, um, the the rappers in Chicago and reporting of the deaths and instigating beefs here and there. There's, there's they, these are the things that a lot of people know about, but I'm not too familiar about the Chrissy Teigen thing. Um. Okay. So I'm trying to. I don't want to misquote him. 
I just remember it was a moment. I just don't remember exactly what happened. I remember he, he said something and then later double backed and apologized for what he said. All right. So right here it says, one time, Sneak dissed me, so fuck that hoe straight up, academic said on Twitch. Oh, I don't I care that. if you John Legend's bitch or any other bitch. How about you take that big ass mouth of yours and that fucking weird ass face and start buying your man's album. Yeah. Chrissy Teigen, suck a D. Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He got in some trouble for that it's, one, for sure. It's a little much. Yeah. You know, it's a bit much. Yeah. But I, I wouldn't mean, necessarily say that. It's, I wouldn't say that at all. You know what I'm saying? Because I can articulate myself better. That's the thing, though. And, 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 and here's my thing. And that's where I feel like it, he, academics goes off the rails. I feel like academics is intelligent and smart enough to articulate himself because he does it regularly. He will articulate the fuck out of himself when it comes to rappers, right? When it comes to hip hop, he will say, he will have, and they might be, it might be clown shit, but he can articulate the clown shit very well. It's like a clown coming up to you in the circus and start talking about, you know, uh, uh, the, the Pythagorean theorem. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, but with a big ass, with big ass red nose and big clown feet and all that. He's it's still he's still a clown, yeah. but he can articulate himself in a in a in a very unique way. You seen the Joker movie? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that. Okay. He's he's like that. He's right. a clown, and he got he got he kind of got a little issues, but he can articulate himself. Mm -hmm. That's how I look at academics. Where he went wrong was you 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 reverted back to uh uh you know a uh, Neanderthal like articulation. He could have said that very, he could have said what he said more uh, articulate to the point where it probably wouldn't have gotten him suspended. My own personal take, you know, I don't, I don't want the show to go anywhere because I think that the show has done good for, done, done a lot of good for the culture. Uh, but, you know, he, he, they don't need that platform. They, Wayno's, Wayno's, Wayno's a fucking goat in this shit. I, I love his takes. I like that he's very concise and thought. Me and him actually talked uh, on Clubhouse. We had a room like two days ago, and we were talking about the community and shit like that, things that we should do better as black men, whatever. And I like I love Wayno's takes. I think Nadeska has utilized the platform to do great things. She she was I think she was hosting Coachella one year, mm. and and that was crazy. Like doing interviews out there on YouTube, but. But and is the I, is I the like, name like is the that. name of everyday struggle tainted to the point where now they can't do anything outside of an academics? Let's just say if they decide to move on and continue the show with three different hosts, right? Or, uh, uh you it's know, too much. So, I wouldn't do that. Yeah. But I think the show is coming to an end, though. I don't yeah. think that they're going to move on with different hosts. I think the show is actually coming to an end. No, but you, you said you don't you don't want to see it come to an end. That's what I'm saying. No, so. I said I don't like to see it come to an end because I don't like people of color not being not having jobs and platforms. Gotcha. Even it's if they're doing really even if they're, even if they're using it irresponsibly. I don't think I think academics is the only one being irresponsible with this platform. Most of the time. Got it. Got it. I don't think anybody, I don't think Wayno or Nadeska has has been irresponsible with their platform. I think they do amazing things. Academics is just somebody who's like, you know, it is what it is for me. I don't, I don't, I respect, I respect academics for two reasons. One is the platform he built on his own. He built his own platform on his own too. Can't take that away from him. And the other thing is he will stand on what he says. Now, 
that I, I respect that. Those are only two things I respect about him. Everything else is kind of a wash with me. To be honest, gotcha. Yeah, now I wasn't saying that um, the platform in itself is irresponsible. But it's like if you got, if you got, and lack of better words, if you got the cancer inside of there, right? And you know this is an issue. Or this is the 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 person or the, the 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 thing that's being irresponsible. Wouldn't the smartest thing to be take that out and keep moving without him? But I mean, I understand like it it may not have the same impact without him than it would with him. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, individually, I feel like they all have great platforms, but the name in itself, it's already, I don't know. It, I, I think the best thing to do at this point is kind of remove it and not have anybody in that seat and move forward without them because it, it just wouldn't make any sense at this point in time. And I didn't know if, if there was any more life that could have been given into the show or what could have been made, any adjustments that could have been made to push the show forward. Because a lot of people thought it was done with when Joe Button left, to be perfectly honest. And they were Correct. able to maintain, they brought Wayno in and, um, you know, that that actually brought a couple of people in and obviously Wayno was the one that stuck around and the has been holding it down, being the anchor of the show as well. Um, but at this point it's like, does it make sense to continue it? Um, and mm-hmm. you know, I don't, I don't, I honestly don't think so, but, but you're right. I, I like the idea of having that platform in that space and, and having the conversations is just what you do with that. You know what I mean? And being res- very, very responsible with that because you know, the world, the world is watching for sure. But they'll, they're all going to do different things after this. So, hey, I'm going to read you something, and I want your, I want your actual real reaction to this. Okay. All right. So, shout out to Shams. Shams says, Los Angeles Lakers star LeBron James has agreed to a two-year, $85 million maximum contract extension with the franchise. So, I'm going to be honest. I'm not a sports dude. Shout out to Jeff G. I don't know if that's good or bad. I'm glad to hear he's back, but I don't know if that's Bruh. good or bad. I remember did he did he sign for more than that before? No. That is insane. When he first came to the Lakers, though, didn't he sign for? I thought it was a hunt. I could be wrong. Put it like this. I'm gonna let me give you two reactions. Let's just say that's it's more than what they gave him last time. Good. Let's just say that's less than what they gave him. Good. We're getting a championship either way. I just want to, that's, that's, as long as we got him back, we good. We good. I'm cool. All right, so look, let me give you perspective. Go ahead. All right, so let me pull up his uh, LeBron Laker contract. All right, so. All right, so here, here we go. So this one, this is from 2018. LeBron agrees to four-year, $154 million contract with, okay. with the Lakers. Got you. That's for four years. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's what? 38 a year. 38 a year. Mm-hmm. The new contract is 85 for two years. So now it bumps it up to 42 a year. So are they? They're just giving him. It's an extension of extension. his current gotcha. contract. Gotcha. So it's like we gonna we gonna double down and re up, right? Yeah, why not? Now, here's the thing. Let's go to football, right? So LeBron's first deal with the Lakers was 154 million for four years. Okay. Mm-hmm. Kansas City Chief 
quarterback Patrick Mahomes. Now this is post this is post Super Bowl. So they he, he won the Super Bowl, right? Um 10 year deal with the Kansas City Chiefs. That's pretty much a lifetime deal in in NFL, right? In NFL. So 10 year deal with the Kansas City Chiefs up to $503 million for 10 years. So when you bust that down, how much is that? Ten, uh, uh, 50, what if, said, how much again? $500 million for 10 years. So what, five, oh damn, my, my shit is off. 10, 10 million a year. No, 500, I'm sorry, 50, 50 a year. 50 million a year. Wow. 50, so no, 50 million versus 32 million. 50 million versus what, LeBron is 42. It's only eight million more now to be considered. Yeah, but that contract is brown is groundbreaking in in NFL. That's like a that's a that's a that's a one of them stupid ass deals. That's like one that's like somebody coming to give us a million dollars an episode to do the podcast. Like that's never. I mean, that's not even heard of. Right. Unless you're Joe, Joe Rogan, Rogan thing. Say, like the Joe, Joe Rogan. Rogan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe Rogan got a hundred what hundred fifty million dollars or some shit. Right. Okay. Yo, these deals are like astronomically groundbreaking. Okay, for for LeBron and for the quarterback, or just hell yeah, the LeBron the LeBron contract. I mean, obviously, nothing is going to ever probably type his Nike his Nike deal because mm-hmm. they did a closed door agreement for sure. His LeBron's Nike deal is a lifetime deal for undisclosed amount. So <sighs> he did a lifetime deal. No, I, I I I hear that. Now I'm processing that in itself like that. That's that's crazy. I just watched the thing that said LeBron's net worth the other day. I was watching some shit on. I saw some a clip on YouTube, and it was doing. It was basically the studies and breakdowns of economics of how different businesses work. And it said LeBron's LeBron's worth half a billion mm. right now. That's crazy. Now that's net worth, right? Yeah. So if you look at net worth as in net worth, like total assets, companies, right, right. et cetera, assets, liquid. Liquid is usually between 10 or 15 percent, if I'm not mistaken, of what your net worth is. So you figure liquid, you probably got about 50. So what I'm trying to figure out is how do we get a million per episode? <laughs> Bruh. I'm telling you, the, 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 what made me think of it was made me think of this or the reaction that I have is the money is out there. Simple. The money is out there. People are going to pay for what they feel is worthy. Now, the crazy part about it is, again, what's not being said. If they can afford that, how much money are they really making? Facts. That's that's now, what my that's what my thought. Like, how now, much money? Because you got to think, if you're willing to pay somebody, it's going to be something that you're comfortable with giving them to make sure. you Nobody in, in, in business, nobody gives more than they can actually afford. Right now, you go. Now you going where I'm going. I'm like, damn. So if you gave, if you gave Joe Rogan 150 million dollars out there, what are you making? Making. And that goes back to you caping for Joe Button on Twitter. <laughs> Again, I understand <laughs> what the hell he's talking. I get it. Like his messaging may be off. There may be different nuances that we don't know about. And I, I, I can accept that. You're right. But the fact that there is that much money out there and it's 
the, the, the amounts aren't being disclosed, especially with what's coming in. You just, it just makes you scratch your head like, damn. Now, granted, right. can you do this on, on your own? I'm in a thought process. So yes, you can. Is it going to be a uphill battle? For sure. But don't let anybody tell you that, oh, it's impossible. Because it's not. And that's the thing I don't like. I, I don't like when people push that narrative of like, oh, yeah, of course you need, you need uh, the team, uh, the, the machine to do this for you. It's like, yeah, that happens in certain instances. You know what I'm saying? In most cases, that's probably true. But there's always that motherfucker that gets through that doesn't need that or shows their mm-hmm. worth. And I don't know. I'm, I'm all about I'm all about chipping that away. And I I feel you. I feel you. Yes. Damn. 80. Fucking 85. Man. Yeah, man. It, it just makes you think. That's all. I mean, it, that it just has me. It just has me thinking, to be perfectly honest. What's out there? Um. Hold on. It's on so, to wrap up. I just want to say, yeah, I know. I just want to say, shout out to my homie Roddy Rich. Uh, Roddy has broken a lot of barriers. I feel like we shout Roddy out every episode, and I love it because he's been doing something every every single week. It's a moment that he has. We talked about the Grammys before, talking about double platinum, being the first artist to do that, or one of one of two artists to make that happen in 2020, and now. What's going on? Roddy's Roddy? on the cover. Roddy was on the cover of Rolling Stone with Future. That shit's big, bro. You got to think, Roddy, this is his debut album. Mm-hmm. Yep. And to get the cover of Rolling Stone, it took Lil Wayne, what, 15 years to get the cover of Rolling Stone? Mm-hmm. Like, well, I'm not sure. But... I don't know. I, I don't remember when Kanye did it. <clears throat> um, But that shit is huge bro i'm gonna see actually what's today wednesday i'm was, i'm seeing i'm gonna see i think i'm gonna see roddy tomorrow he was on and was i want on, let's go ahead i'm sorry and I, i'm definitely gonna have this conversation with him because i don't think i don't even know if he fully understands the levels that he's at and i gotta i gotta shout out to our homegirl Brittany bell mm. for the phenomenal job that she's doing roddy just got a variety article i saw that. that's what i saw a fucking rolling stone that shit is big, bro. It's amazing. It's amazing. And and it's, again, I'm more of what what people that seen him or was around him two three years ago. People that come from that community come from come from where he comes from, right? Mm-hmm. Just to see that, like I'm all about the representation for some. So for somebody else to see that, whether it be his little homies or somebody that that looks up to him, or even some one of the, some of the older homies, it's like, damn, he did it right. I'm all about the representation. I, I love what that represents. Uh, also, last thing, did you see the Drake scented candles coming out? That's bullshit. Eighty dollars, man. I'm I'm cool on that. <laughs> I saw it. I'm I'm, cool. I'm, I'm listening. I'm cool on that because I'm like, oh, that's dope. You know, he's doing some different shit. That's cool. I saw he's charging eighty dollars for that. Like, eighty dollars for the candle, bro. Now listen, people gonna buy the shit out of, of them candles. Of course. I love Drake's entrepreneurial spirit, but I don't want to walk around smelling like Drake, and I don't want my house smelling like Drake. What does Drake smell and, like? And for you, I don't know, but the candles are <laughs> scented after himself. If that ain't some vain shit, shout out to Drake. Having it his way, more power to him. However, listen to me, men who are listening to me right now. Listen to the sound of my voice and hear this clearly. If you got that Drake candle burning in your house, that is not going to guarantee anything for you when you have company. <laughs> Okay, all that's gonna do is make her leave your house thinking about Drake and not you. 
And no, here's a bar. If she know what it smell like. Oh, it's ugly. Is that Drake? It's ugly. That's how you know. <laughs> That's ugly. bad. That's all bad. Matter of fact, that might be the that might be the trap, fellas. Going to going to spend that eighty dollars. See if she know what Drake smell like. You know, you know who you dealing with. Oh, that's a trap. That's a trap oh. right there. Is that Drake? What? Yeah, it is. All right. Um. Damn. There's one more thing I want to say before we left. Uh. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. I had it right in front. Oh, I just saw it on Twitter. That's why. Uh. Looks like I think J Cole's gonna be dropping a song or something's happening on the fourth. Only reason why I'm saying that because he hardly ever drops shit. I know a lot of people go crazy for that. So you want to look out for new Drake. Uh, new, no, I say Drake, J. Cole. I said J. Cole, right? You said J. Cole. Yeah, J. Cole's Drake, dropping something. Um, I just want to say this real quick. That. Okay, so you have you seen the controversy with Mulatto? I have, but I, I don't know the full story. I've been saying that people are upset about and she's thinking about changing her name and people are upset about the name. I think that shit's whack. And I don't think she should change her name. Why not? Because like people always want to have a problem with some shit. I heard somebody say something yesterday and it was was the truth. It was like, like stop picking a fight with each other over stupid shit. She's been going by Mulatto for the last 10 years or however long. She's been doing this shit since she was 12, I think, or something like that. And she's been going by Mulatto the whole time. The only reason people care now is because she's, she's popping and she's going right. around. And that's okay. That's fine. But if you're not going to have a problem with it right now, like, don't have a problem with it later. And we allow it to evolve, but don't. I, I hate that whole cancel culture virus where people say, oh, let's get her up out of here. Like, let's... Let's sign petitions and rally around the cause. It's like, bro, she she's been going by this name the entire time. So, like, if so, so my thing is, and I understand that mulatto has racial implications. I understand all of that, but sometimes we take we take these words and we give them too much power. Like nigga, nigga had niggas derives from the horrible implication, right? Right? Y'all don't have a problem with that. Some people do, but the same the same people I hear because I heard a couple people going off about the mulatto thing. She should change her name and just run go by Big Lotto or whatever. Are the same people who would say nigga, nigga, nigga over and over again in the song. Like and that, and that to me that's just hypocritical. And human human beings by nature are hypocritical, but that shit's stupid. So what if she had a problem with it? And this is a part because I, I got I get a sense that the, the rebranding was in her plan to do something. Like that was coming. I felt like it was it was gonna happen, and the backlash she's receiving from people is kind of like igniting what that plan is gonna be. I think that's what it really is. I think she has an issue with it at some point. You know, just like how Bow Wow, you know, was little Bow Wow, and was like, ah, I'm gonna take the low off. For now, I'm shot Mars. Like I think she has an issue with it because she's been going by so long, and she understands what it means as she's evolved and gotten older and wants to change it. I I don't think she's getting pushed as much as we may think she is. I think she's getting well, pushed. I, and I and I hear your argument. I hear what you're saying. For those people that are just upset for whatever reason and and just want her to change her name because it's something that they don't like, you're right. Especially if you're gonna be hypocritical and be the one that's either singing along to the songs or saying it in your household yourself or living the lifestyle of of that, right? Mm-hmm. But I think it's 
I think it's a setup for the rebrand that we're looking for or looking towards uh, with Mulatto coming up. Because she mentioned it, she says it's it's part of it, but you know it's you know don't she said something like I don't think I've never thought about it before in her response. So I think it's something that we'll be seeing. But I I I agree with you. I agree. If there's an issue that you have with your with her in her name, you got to keep that same energy when it comes to the the personal shit that you living on the day to day. You know, because I'm sure Bro, we can scrub, we can scrub your tweets and scrub social media and see you using some kind of crazy language that has racial implications, all that. So, got to be careful, for sure. Bro, this shit's stupid, bro. Welcome to social media. Where everybody has a platform. Everybody's voice is heard. Everybody's opinion matters. This is social media. All right, man, we got to get cracking for this interview that's coming up, man. We will catch you next time, Homegrown Radio. Chuck Dizzle, DJ Head, and anything else you want to say? Nope. We out.